What is up everyone? Welcome to the second episode of the Miami Lookout podcast. This is a show that is on the lookout for the best of Miami's events, restaurants, lifestyle and real estate. My name is Giuseppe and I will be the new co-host and editor of this podcast. My goal is to bring this podcast back from the dead, bring in some new guests and educate people all things South Florida, while Joe is busy closing deals and getting stuff done. If you know me, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. And if you don't know me, this is going to be my quick introduction. I am a local realtor here in Miami under Franklin Realty Consultants, and I am really into helping people achieve their next goal, whether that is moving to a new place, relocating to this beautiful city, but also things outside real estate, such as how to budget smarter and how to use credit cards correctly. Don't hesitate to throw in a follow on my social medias. Uh, my name is GU Move Miami across all of my socials. And yeah, let's let's get started. In this week's episode, we'll have Joe having a conversation with Milton Andrade. Milton is a broker of Franklin Realty Consultants, and they're going to be talking about tips for becoming a real estate agent here in Miami. But before all that, I want to update you about some news, some real estate news, some Miami news. And I'm going to share my favorite West Kendall hotspots because we have a lot of hidden gems in this part of town. The first thing that I want to talk about is some quick real estate news. Mortgage rates have been going up for the second week in a row. This means it's going to get more expensive for people to take out that loan to buy that house. And this is a result of the economy improving due to the vaccine rollout and the new stimulus bill. Talking about the new stimulus bill, let's unpack that a little bit. Everyone knows about the $1,400 stimulus check. Uh, hopefully we'll be getting that soon. But let's talk about other things that comes in this bill that not a lot of people are talking about. The first thing is the unemployment benefits that has been extended through September. Another thing that I got approved, and this is really, really big for me, it's a rental assistance, $21 billion in new money, $21 billion with a B, has been approved to help people pay their rent. And this is on top of the $25 billion that were allocated back in September. And this is important for me just because every time there's a new relief bill that gets passed, I see the memes everywhere. How am I supposed to pay for rent with a stimulus check that's not supposed to pay for rent? If you really need help paying for your rent, please go through your county, please go through the city. They're the ones in charge in allocating this money to the people that really, really need it. Moving on, before we get into that conversation that Joe had with Milton about the pandemic and how to become a real estate agent here in Florida, let's talk about one of my favorite hotspots here in West Kendall. We have a lot of hidden gems in this part of town, which is awesome just because if you're from West Kendall, you know that that traffic to go into the city is a nightmare. The first spot that I want to shout out is Spanish Marie. Spanish Marie is a brewery here in West Kendall near the airport. They have really interesting beers and they have live music every now and then, which is awesome. If you like pizza, you don't have to travel super far in order to get really, really good pizza. 
Strange Beast offers excellent, excellent pizza here in West Kendall. They're located on Sunset on 152nd Avenue. They're also a brewery, so you can enjoy really, really good pizza with handcrafted beer, which is pretty dope if you ask me. And the last place I want to give a shout out is Arcade Odyssey. Arcade Odyssey is honestly the best arcade here in South Florida. I have only been to one, but honestly, I do not need to go to more just to form this opinion, just because I know nothing will beat this place. They have a ton of games, a ton of retro games. I have spent hours, hundreds of hours in my high school days, college days, and even my adult days, my professional days in this arcade. Uh, they also sell beer. So if you want to have a good time, play some games, go to Arcade Odyssey. Before we go into that conversation between Joe and Milton, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for checking out the podcast. Please give me a follow at Miami. Give Joe a follow at the Miami Lookout. And hopefully we'll see you again next week. Please leave us a review. Let me know how, how I can improve. Let me know how we can improve as a podcast. Thank you. I'll see you next week. Um, so the pandemic. Yeah. Housing is crazy. Yes, um, it is. There's a lot of unknowns. Oh, yeah, right. I mean, I, we were in February and we, we were eating lunch trying to support, um, where are we, North in Brickle, North Italia? I think so. Yeah, we're try I try to go out to lunch whenever I can and yeah. get people well just because that's one a section of the industry, of the workforce that is suffering and um i think taking being taken for granted but that like, that's a tangent yeah that's another podcast that's, another that's a whole, podcast. that's another episode that's a good one that we yeah. should talk about especially here in miami since we're so service-based but i remember it was february it was before lockdown and you were like you know we don't know what's gonna happen but i like i looked up to you because i know that you've been through 2008 and like anybody who's been through 2008 you know like I have the battle scars but I mean, funny enough, they came out with like the whole, you know, job satisfaction survey and through the entire pandemic. And now, you know, real estate agents are actually like the most satisfied with their jobs. So yeah, we see more people who are like going to Gold Coast or they're taking the, the Groupon uh, like I did the real estate school online. So, I mean, what what would you say is the best way to just get started if you want to become a real estate agent in South Florida? Is first and foremost, find somebody that knows what they're doing. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You have to mimic it, right? You can have your own spin and your own flavor, uh, but you need, to, you, you need to follow somebody, follow in someone's footsteps uh, that has a proven uh, record of success hmm. so that you're not starting from scratch. You have ingredients. You have a recipe, and you'll have the same outcome. You know, you can even have a better outcome, especially today, because all you guys—I say you guys as millennials, younger people than me—I um, thought I was good at computers, and not, I'm not good at computers anymore. Computers got better. Uh, so, but you guys are hip on social media, and, and you, you you know how to communicate better. There's different forms of communications. You know, I had a beeper in high mm -hmm. school. Right? <laughs> so it, now there's just so many more things. So I, I'd say that you guys are at an advantage, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, where I've had to constantly learn and embrace technology and adapt. Right. We were using fax machines when I got into the business. Oh wow! My dad had the ERA, Electronic Realty Associates, 
which were cutting edge because they were the first real estate company to use a fax machine. Wow. Right? So <laughs> now everything is paperless and digital and it's, it's crazy. But um, you guys are at an advantage. And I say if you want to get into real estate, first you're going to have to eat dirt. You're going to have to do some grunt work. You're going to have to prove your stripes. You don't walk into this business at the top. And if you do, you're not going to last. You're going to get knocked down quick because you didn't set yourself up with a good foundation. You have to have a good foundation. Like a plane can't take off unless it gets a head start. Unless you start revving the engines, you know, starts burning some fuel and then starts right. taking off. It's just, you don't just you don't just elevate. So, um and that grunt work will be helping out another agent or a broker uh, and, and being coachable and being, being, being trainable. You have to be able to listen, take feedback. We don't know, we're not born knowing everything. Like if you want to be a good uh, baseball player, you got to pick up a bat and you got to swing it a couple of times. You got to practice. And so with real estate, it has a psychological portion to it because you're dealing with people. How to read people, how to how to know when they like something, how to know when they don't like something. Like I always say, you're with clients and you're going into a house and they don't even touch the walls, which today with COVID you're not supposed to anyway, but <laughs> if they don't even touch the walls, they don't like it. But if they walk in and they're like, oh, this is, oh, look at this. And oh, you know what? I would put this there. They, they like the house. Stop talking. Mm-hmm. Come get in the way. And so that's part of it. So it's learning not only know your products, whether you're selling condos or houses, know your areas, know your products, and then know how to read your people and know how to help them along the way. Because a lot of people are scared and intimidated by the process of buying and selling real estate. And so you have to hold their hand and be able to explain everything from start to finish because it is an intimidating process. Hmm. And so that's why I say like you, they can teach you all those things in school. But you don't, you don't really learn it until you're in the field and you're dealing with people. Uh, there's a difference between book smarts and street smarts, and real estate is much more street smarts, but you do not need to know how to use a calculator and do a little bit of math, <laughs> check comps, and all these different things. Um, there is a, an intellectual uh, component to it, uh, but a lot of it is, is dealing with people. Right. And I, I feel that because the test, for example, like what, what is the, the test is law. It's real estate law and, and the chapters on sections. That's just trying to fail you. Right. We have too many realtors as it is. They need to make it harder. <laughs> right. Um, but, well, too many, not too many, too many realtors who don't, who live the same year over and over again. I've met some realtors that have been in the business 10, 15, 20, 30 years, but they could be there for one year. They live in the same year over and over again. Um, that's why they think they have a lot of that continuing education, which is important. Um, but you, you need, you need to be able to adapt and grow and learn. And like I said, deal with people. That's really the most important thing. Be empathetic. Yeah. So the, the successful agents that you've seen or you've worked with, um, you know, what, what industries do you see them come from or or what backgrounds really, uh, maybe prior to joining real estate? I've seen some really good agents that were in the luxury sales, um, like Gucci and Mm -hmm. all those different stores. They uh, know how to deal with people. It's very it's retail, right? Yeah. It's, it's a very uh, people-oriented thing, and you need to know your product. So they're basically just taking that into something that is of a higher value. If you want to make more money, sell something that's worth more. Right. And so you go from selling handbags or shoes to houses and mansions, you're going to have a different kind of lifestyle. 
But the type of sales that a real estate agent will do is not high pressure cars. You're not selling a car, right? You're not act now uh, or, or, you know, or it will be gone. <laughs> no, it's a house. You have to, you're not just convincing somebody to sign a contract. You're holding your, their hand and helping them throughout the process, which will be 30 to 45 days and sometimes 60 days. So even if you get somebody to sign the contract, mm -hmm. are they going to close? So you, reading them, reading their, reading their body language, knowing what they want, listening to them, and all, all that goes into it. Um, and to really help somebody make this purchase. So I always say, I, I don't sell houses, I help people buy or I help people sell. It's something that they want to do anyway. Mm -hmm. I'm just making the process smoother. And so that, that, did I answer that question? I think I went off on a tangent. No, I, I you, you, you definitely did. And you added more clarity because I, I know that a lot of people, they think that they're gonna get in, they're gonna make fast cash. Oh, I'm gonna get somebody to sign. And it's not that easy, right? <laughs> I mean, no, you don't just and open and doors. If you do make fast cash um, out the gate, you really need to know how to manage your money properly because when you're a realtor, you do not have a guaranteed paycheck. You, this is a hustle and a grind. And um, sometimes you need to work with like 20 to 30 clients in order to close three. It's a numbers game too. Mm -hmm. So uh, you, it's, it's a lot of discipline yep. that goes into it. A lot of discipline. And um, it's not about having the flashy car or the fancy watch or this and that. But if you need to look a certain way in order to have credibility, you do not have enough in here, right? And, you're, you don't, and enough, enough uh, know-how uh, and product knowledge or intelligence uh, or, or, you know, just being able to deal with people to compensate for any of that. It doesn't matter what you look like, mm -hmm. uh, tall, short, fat, skinny, it doesn't matter. It's how well you do your job. Uh, the things that you know, listening, learning, and, and applying um, all, all those things. Now, someone, they just passed their test, they're, they're about to get licensed, you know, it's kind of in that uh, pending stage and they, they need to hang it with somebody. They need to, uh, you know, talk to brokers, you know, there's always the brokers that are big on training, there's the brokers that have, I wish you know, there were brokers that are big on training. Yeah, I mean, um, how, how can somebody... How can a newer agent who just passed the test find a broker? What, what should they be looking out for? So they should be looking at somebody that is going to be willing to teach them. But the reason why I said earlier, there are not a lot of brokers out there that teach. And that's because there could be a lot of turnover. Because a lot of agents want to go in there and they want to find somebody that's going to give them 100%, 90% split. They want somebody that's going to give them everything and then some. Well, what's in it for me? If you think about it on the broker's and on the opposite end of the mm -hmm. providing leads, a place to work, business cards, clients, and they're not getting anything out of it, why do they want to train you? Right? So if you're, if you, it, 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 that's why I said when you're new, you got to eat a little dirt. You, you don't go in there looking for the 100% brokerage. Nobody, you, you, you will be on a little island by yourself. No one has a reason to help you at all. It's a numbers game. That's when you join a real estate company that has over a thousand agents. Mm -hmm. You're one of a thousand. You're insignificant. Right. You know, you're better, I think, in the beginning is probably joining a smaller company that has a broker that's a little bit more hands-on, that is available. I can't be available. Personally, I, mean, I can't be available to a thousand people, mm -hmm. right? But if I have a solid core of 10 to 50, I can be available. Um, and, and I think you probably want something like that. 
Now, if you need to make money right out the gate, because a lot of new agents get into the business broke, <laughs> I'd say you're not gonna last. Most agents last, on average, six months. And the average closings per new agent, per, per agent in general, because there are so many realtors, is one per year. You cannot survive. Mm -hmm. Now, and if you start doing this part-time, that is not necessarily gonna work out because you need to be available. So I always say, as a new agent, go in there with low expenses. Mm -hmm. uh, don't overdo it because you need to be able to sustain yourself to start closing deals. But then once you start closing deals, you, you're good, you're off, you're off to the races. You know, Just don't blow your whole paycheck on a one vacation. Mm -hmm. And there's no vacations in the beginning. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Right. Uh, you need to be available. I always said uh, when I was new in the business, if you don't have money, you need to have a really good pair of legs because you got to go door to door. Uh, that was back in the day. Uh, nowadays, you can't really do that so much. But then you got to make phone calls. Mm -hmm. You got to don't be a secret agent. People need to know what you do. But you also need to be competent in knowing your market before you start opening your mouth because these days, buyers are very knowledgeable. They're very educated. Everything's on the internet. In right. 2015, we owned the MLS and you had to go to a realtor to look at any property. Um, before there was internet, there was hot sheets delivered to real estate offices that people would look at. That's how it was a hot sheet. It was literally a sheet of paper <laughs> with the new properties that came on the market. We owned that data. Well, ever since 2015, that's all over the internet. So now you have clients that are educated. They've been looking at houses for a year sometimes, at least 90 days. And so when they're asking you questions, you need to know what you're talking about. And as a new agent, I would study your area, study your market, get to know um, the buildings in the area, get to know the neighborhoods, the houses, the complexes, the developers, get to know your product so that when you're talking to somebody, you can answer a question. Okay, so knowing, knowing the products, product knowledge is huge. It's huge. Um, what, what about the idea of agents starting with rentals? So that's quick and easy, and um, it is a good place to start, honestly, um, especially because a lot of rental communities uh, will do a lot of the work for you. You really just have to bring your client. Um, but it is a, it's faster money. I call it fast food. Really. Mm -hmm. Rental is fast food because it's uh, quick and easy, find the property, get the lease signed, make sure the application is done with the association unless it's a rental community, ready. they do all that over there mm -hmm. um, and then they move in and, 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 you, and you collect your fee. And so if you do four or five rentals a week, you can make very good money. Right. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of grind. My only... I won't say don't do rentals because everybody needs a place to live and that's a market that you need to nurture mm -hmm. and take care of. But don't get dependent on rentals because you'll be working 80 hours a week and you can make more money uh, with less headache mm -hmm. doing sales. But you got to start somewhere. So start in the rentals, but that's when I'll go back to live within your means. Mm -hmm. Don't, you know, you need to have a buffer. You need to have money in the bank for your marketing to, to, to get you through the, 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 the thin times, you know? You have to be able to sustain yourself because as a new agent, it's good to be hungry, but if you're starving, you make the wrong, you make the wrong decisions, you work with the wrong people that aren't in that ready right now or don't know what they want, and you spin your wheels. 
And that's why I see a lot of new agents burn out. And they think, oh, that, it, it looks really good and it looks really easy on television. It's a lot harder than that. Mm -hmm. And so um, you have to really be able to sustain yourself in the business. Uh, and I think rentals is a great way of doing it. But again, don't, don't live outside of your means or uh, go into the business with debt because you're only going to get more debt. Mm -hmm. So you have to be prepared to get into the business. Move back home if you have to. You know, take a step back in order to take a step up. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. And that's why I don't see any purpose in uh, a brand new agent going out and getting a luxury car with a lease payment and insurance <laughs> and, and everything else that's going to be $1,000 uh, or more uh, and, and then renting an extremely expensive apartment and then not lasting. Right. All you're going to have is bad credit. <laughs> Right, right. So having a plan, getting set up with a broker um, who who is there, local, is is definitely big from what I'm hearing. Some leads. In the beginning, you don't have a database of your own. Right. Like I've been doing this for 20 years. So I have thousands of clients that I have dealt with over the years and I've kept in touch with them. So I get a lot of referral business. Uh, when you're new, you have to start with your friends and your family. Right. Eventually, you run out. Either they don't want to talk to you anymore or they don't have anything to buy or sell. Or, like I said, they don't trust you yet mm. because it is one of the largest investments you're going to make in your life. Do you want to you know, be your nephew's first transaction <laughs> or do you want to deal with somebody that, that, uh, that, that has experience? Like I, have, I have family in Parkland. I am in Miami. It's, I have sold properties in Parkland before, but when my sister wanted to sell her house in Parkland, I didn't list it for her. She listed it with a top agent in that area. Mm -hmm. I Nothing wrong with that. Right. She didn't need to do me a favor. And so you can't just depend on those favors. And so as a new agent, you want to find a broker that can also provide you some leads. And I almost call it like wiffle ball. I'm tossing it up for you to swing and hit it, right? And so... That's what those leads are, and you're going to take a, a, a smaller cut on those, but you're learning. And then as you close more deals, your split goes up, and mm -hmm. now you're not so much of a headache. To, to the, you know, you're not a liability anymore. As a brand new agent, you're walking around with a liability. You may mm -hmm. say the wrong thing, or do the wrong thing, or sign, or not read your contract, or not understand your contract. So new agents are also liabilities, and you have to take that into consideration. You need a broker that is going to have the patience to hold your hand and make sure you're doing things right, and potentially provide you some leads so you can get your feet wet. Um, and, uh, and, and, and get, get going in the business. So you need a mentor, really. You need a mentor, somebody you can, you can look up to and ask questions of. Um, I think that uh, people forget that. Everybody mm -hmm. wants to go it alone. And no, there's no such thing as a dumb question. It's just the one you didn't ask. That's the dumb question. So ask. And in this business, you want to be able to have somebody you can call on to prevent you from making a mistake, mm -hmm. not only for you and your license, but for your client. Right, right. That other person on the end of the transaction that you're representing is something that is, I think, like a sense of pride. You know, like I feel prideful. Um, but yeah, definitely, you know, as a new agent, you have to be careful and make sure that you have that mentor so you yeah. don't you and, know, get yeah, into that. Say, be coachable. You don't have all the answers. Right. Oh, yeah, that's huge. You don't even have all the questions yet. That's huge. Um, so, you know, new agent listening to this podcast, how do they get in touch with you? Uh, well, they can contact me anytime. Um, 
MiltonAndAssociates.com, or you can reach me direct at 954-629-9952, um, or call the office. Zuli will pick up as well. Zuli is my right hand. She has been with us for over a decade. I don't want to count the years because I don't want to. I don't want to date myself, but um, she's fantastic. I always say um, she really, uh, she really cares and wants to make sure that uh, you understand what you're doing as well. So it's not just me, but it's also my team. Um, and the office number is 954-558-9427, or reach us here, information below.